Hello and welcome to a new episode of the CTO show with Mehmet. Today, I will be discussing three topics. The first one about zero trust. The second is about how blockchain can add value in the insurance industry. And the last one is about a study from MIT Technology Review about how AI can be affected by the current economy situation. Let's get started. So the first topic of today is around zero trust. Zero trust recently became a very used word in the cybersecurity. And the concept is, as the name says, zero trust. So trust nobody, always verify. Now, although we started as per Gartner to see some organizations shifting gears to adopt more and more zero trust. But the fact is, as per Gartner, that zero trust will not mitigate over half of that tax. The reason for that is the cybersecurity landscape is ever evolving. It's always changing. And there is a shifting from both organization side and both from the attacker side. And because of the nature of these attacks are always changing, Zero trust is not just a concept that we can magically apply and then we, we claim that, yeah, we have a zero trust infrastructure. So it's more about how we can assess, how we can make sure that all the systems, all the infrastructure that we have in place are really resilient to cybersecurity attacks. And the article, they made a very good conclusion by saying that CISO and risk management leaders should start by defining the scope of their enterprise zero trust program. Because as I said, zero trust is not just getting a technology which say, hey, I'm built on a zero trust concept and that's it. It doesn't work this way. So what we need to do as people who are working with risk management, cybersecurity leaders, is to have a full assessment on the full processes, and that might include even something which is not directly related to the technology itself. So it might also involve the way how we interact with customers, how we collect the data, how we deliver our services. And then you need to break down all these processes and see the areas where you can apply zero trust on it. And of course, the ob obvious ones would be mainly around like networking, around securing the infrastructure, having the education and so on. But the main thing is the need to shift from just applying a concept and thinking that it's easy to do to have a more deep analysis of your current uh, situation and your current environment. Very good article. And I agree with this Gartner uh, report over there. And really it's useful and I will share as usual the link. The second topic, and this is like continuation of the blockchain story that I shared the other day on how blockchain can be applied technology. So blockchain, as we discussed last time, it has a lot of benefits. So mainly about, you know, how it can make sure the application is more secure. We can get the authenticity out of the blockchain. And the article I read this morning 
was about some use cases and benefits where blockchain can help insurance companies. So the first one is around transparency, because a lot of time the claims are the biggest headache, like how we can make sure that this claim really deserved this amount or uh, was this uh, transaction 100% correct? Is there any flow in, in the data that we are having? So transparency, because the, the blockchain is decentralized and because of its open nature. So we have the ability to make sure that all the transactions and all the claims done by insurance companies are trusted and it's a single source of truth. The second one is regarding the accurate risk rating. And this is good for insurers and reinsurers because they can utilize the blockchain ledger to access the data to the premiums, to the loss history, and then based on it, they can do analysis and do some decision-taking functions as well. So this is really a good use case. And the last one is around task automation. So because you have the data, it's sitting in the blockchain, it's secured, it's transparent, it can have the ability to do also the risk rating. So based on that, here where data analytics comes into the picture, leveraging the blockchain, the ledger, because you could translate whatever data is sitting inside to make a computer decision about the claim side. So the blockchain can empower straight through processing and initiate faster payouts for policyholders. Now, of course, the article continues with some challenges because again, and this is a topic that I touched on a couple of episodes back regarding like how this data is accurate because we don't need, again, some data which is biased. So we need to spend some time to clean this data to make sure it's an unbiased data so we can give it to the models that we will use. And also, like, maybe there are some regulatory uncertainty, and this is mainly regarding the blockchain as a technology. So this is another challenge. And the last concern they talk about is it's not fully secure by default, Closed or private blockchain networks are considered safer to public blockchain networks that allow you any users to join. But this is will allow threat actors to mainly try to break in using phishing attacks and get the encryption keys. So it's a double-edged sword because the more data you have, you need to make sure that you are protecting it in the best way possible. Jumping on the last topic, and everyone nowadays, they're talking about the economy and a possible recession, especially in the US, in Europe. We're not feeling it much in our region. But despite all these, I would say, bad news, AI is really hot. And the reason is, even in the darkest economical phases, people try to find opportunities. Many articles you can find online that they discuss how, for example, companies similar to Airbnb and all these companies that they were born in the 2008-2009 economic crisis years, they actually flourished and they, they went very, very big. So as per the MIT Technology Review, so now it's like no time before we are seeing similar patterns here where economists are saying, yeah, the U.S. economy and, you know, the global economy may enter a recession in 2023, but 
for venture capitalists and like technology enthusiasts, they are seeing, especially with the recent advancements, like something what uh, OpenAI they have done and some other companies, we are seeing that they are very interested in investing in AI researchers. And as per the article, they said like, even if people might lose a little bit the appetite to invest their money in economical situations which are not very clear, but still we are seeing a boom. It's fueled by the latest breakthroughs that happened, which is similar to patterns that we saw in the 1980s, in the 1990s, at the beginning of 2000s, with the 2008-2009 crisis. And this is something where we're going to see a lot of investors really putting their money into AI research because it's proven now that the more we leverage this technology, really it's going to make like more breakthroughs. We're going to see more cool innovations out of it. So my opinion also, yeah, AI is the center of every entrepreneur, every venture capitalist, every enthusiast, because it is the future. It's very obvious. It's now proven technology and the capabilities that we are seeing, in my opinion, again, we are seeing just the surface. We didn't see yet what is deep inside. And the next breakthroughs that we will see, and I'm expecting that not after one year or two years, I'm expecting that in several months, we we're going to see really cool technologies coming out based on AI that will make big, big noise. So that's it all for today. I'm happy that uh, you are tuning in on daily basis. And thank you for this trust. As usual, I'm always looking forward to hear your feedback. And if you have any suggestions, if you would like me to have some guests maybe in the future, please tell me. So I will try my best to fulfill your feedbacks, which are always welcome. Thank you very much. And we'll see you at the next episode.